0: Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and I have episode 96 of the podcast that was originally recorded on December 5th of 2015. Hey, some of the games I played for the week, Orleans, Isle of Sky, Time Stories, Seven Days to Die, some Fallout 4, and then of course, I talked about a few of the games I want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the games. This is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and we are on episode 96 of the podcast. Thanks for joining me for another week of What I'm Playing Now and some of the games I've played. As always, you can send me some email and let me know what you're playing now. Send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now on Facebook. Just do a search for what I'm playing now. You could probably see a pattern here on Google Plus. Just do a search for plus.google.com slash the plus sign, what I'm playing now podcast. And then, of course, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. All right, so we're going to have a little whipping update here on the website. One of the things I hope to actually get completed this week, possibly even this evening, if I can actually get a few ideas and things from my wife. One of the things I'd like to do is finish setting up the guild on Board Game Geek, so I actually have a place to maybe write a few things and have some foreign forums to actually discuss a couple of things, so I'm hopefully going to get that done. One of the things I'd also like to start working on this week is going back through some of the older podcasts and actually posting some of those podcasts to the different games that I've actually discussed. Since I kind of do give a kind of quick overview of how the game is played and then what I thought about it, so I figure I could probably tag some of these podcasts to some of the different games where I actually went into a pretty good description of the game so people can have another idea of how the game is played and what goes on in particular games. Those were a couple updates from the Whip and Update side of the world, so let's jump over to what I'm playing now. All right, went down to my local game group this past Thursday, and one of the games that we played, the first one, was Orleon yes, this game seems to be getting a lot of play down at the game store. I guess last week when I wasn't down there, it was played by several different groups. This week, there were only three of us that were playing it, so we had a good three-player game going. I've talked about this game a couple of weeks ago, so I'm not going to give a rules breakdown again. If you go back to, I believe, last episode, you will actually get a good breakdown of how the game is played. But one thing I will say, we played this game twice this week, and each time we went with Most of us, or all three of us, pretty much went with completely different strategies. The first time, I think I was playing the game a little similar to how I played it the first time. I noticed again towards the end of the game, I had a lot of of chips in my bag, and I was basically trying to go through those and get some of those removed. So the second game, early on in the game, I actually picked a card and we actually changed the way we played the game the second time and actually used a variant to the rule where instead of getting to choose one of the tiles that you actually draw when you're playing the one worker, you actually just draw the top three tiles and then choose one of those three and put the other two on the bottom. So one of the tiles I actually drew and one that I thought would be kind of interesting to try because nobody had really tried it on our group before was an actual resource tile. What I did was I actually took the four-point resource, basically spent the whole game trying to get as many of those, and I did, throughout the game. Now, I also noticed that in both of the games, the person who won appeared to pretty much have the most buildings that they actually placed on the main board and and moving around and purchasing that. I'm starting to see a pattern with Orleans where it seems that... The next time I play I'm definitely going to concentrate on getting the most meeples and players in various parts of the board as well as trying to place the most buildings. Moving around and getting to the different locations and getting the resources that way appears to be a much more reliable strategy than the strategy I attempted where I basically just tried to purchase a resource each turn as I was still quite short in my score at the end of the game even though I was doing quite well in my score. It was was my highest scoring game, I will say, so my score did jump up a good 20 points from where it was normally, but it still seems that one of the more reliable ways to score at the end of the game is to work your way up the track on the bottom of the board and try to have the most stars that you can at the end, as well as then having the most people and buildings out on the board, which will then give you a spectacular multiplier, which is how it seems that everybody just seems to win every time I've actually played the game. So I'm going to have to try that for myself and actually see if that actually works for me or if it's just something that the people who are doing it just are getting lucky or what else they're doing besides besides that. But so far still having a blast with Orleans, still on my list to get for Christmas. So I can't wait to hopefully get that game and then introduce it to my wife so we can have a good time trying a couple of two-player games with that one. So after we played two games of that, I pretty much... Had a slight headache, I will say, after playing that game a couple of times. We jumped over to something probably what I would consider a little later or a little game a little on the later side. And that is a little game called Isle of Sky. Isle of Sky is a tile placement game along with a couple other mechanics that are built into it. Kind of like an auction round as well as some set collection as well. Uh, So to play the game, on your turn, what you're going to do is there's going to be a bag of tiles that are handed around the table. And on your turn, you're going to draw three tiles out of the bag and place them in front of your screen that you have in front of you. And behind your screen, what you're going to do is you're then basically going to do the auction part of the game. And you're going to have an axe that you can put behind one of the tiles and that that will basically remove that tile from the round and then you can place money behind the other two tiles. Once everyone's ready, the screens are going to be removed and you're going to go around the table and actually purchase tiles from other players. Now the cost for the tile from another player will basically be the amount of gold that the player has placed behind the tile. Now the interesting part here is if no one purchases a tile from you or if you know from the other players, that gold basically goes into the bank and then that person gets to keep that tile themselves. So if I have two tiles out there and I put four gold behind each tile and nobody bids or nobody wants to purchase either of those tiles, I lose the four gold behind each of those tiles and then those tiles will go in front of me and then I get to will then get to place them on my board. So you really have to kind of think about how much money you're going to put behind a tile because... It is how you make money, but you also must keep some money behind so you can purchase tiles as well. Once all the purchasing has completed, everyone is then going to get to place their tiles. There's multiple types of tiles in the bag that you're going to pull out, and that's basically where the set collection mechanic comes in for the game. Some tiles have boats, others have farms or resources, and they can all be scored during specific rounds within the game. The goal of the game is to get the most victory points, and scoring in the game is really interesting I thought. Each round is scored differently based on which round of the game it is, so you really need to pay attention to what components are being scored that round and try to build up your landmass to achieve the highest points for those areas being scored. So on certain rounds, you're going to score maybe like like A and B, and then you can do A, C, and D. So there's different letters that tell you what's being scored, and then in the different rounds, you'll know which ones which ones of those pieces are actually being scored. So you really need to pay attention, and you really need to know when to build up certain areas of your game board, and when to, you know, maybe you cannot pay have to pay attention, as much attention to those. So when placing tiles, the one other thing you also need to do is you need to pay attention to make sure that the tiles match up. So you need to make sure that a grassland area will match up with another grassland area. There's mountains, so you need to make sure the mountains match a mountain. Then there's also a water area for which you has boats in it, so the water needs to match the water. Uh, the game is very easy to pick up on and money does come into play I found out rather quickly. One round I had more than enough money somehow went through it really quickly and by the last round I was trying to scrounge for the last few gold that I had to be able to buy some things. I had a lot of fun with this game and if you've never tried this game I would definitely say give it a chance. It's a lot of fun. There's a few more things you can actually pay attention to when scoring at the end of the game. One of those things is during the game you can actually also score parts for completed areas where you actually have a landmass that is a complete area if you have a completed enclosed in grass area or water area or mountain area you can get scoring for that so there's multiple ways of scoring in this game I know one of the one of the ways I had scored quite a bit in the one round was by having the most ships on the board and my tiles in one round so there's a lot of different ways to score it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of fun to play so if you haven't given this one a shot definitely give Isle of Sky, a look. All right, and then one of the games I teased a little bit last week is a small little game called Time Stories. This was a game I picked up, and I had talked about this game originally, thinking that I was going to pass it up and not probably purchase a copy for my collection. But after hearing some really good things about the game, I figured, let's give it a shot. I had mentioned it to my wife a couple of different times, and while she's not the biggest person into the story part of a game, she did seem a little interested in it. So I said, what the heck, let's try it and let's see how it goes. So we actually went through one run the other day, and I will say I am so glad I went out to Board Game Geek before attempting to play it because there is a fact that some users have created out there that has a lot of good information in there that will explain a few things without spoiling any parts of the game for you. But it does make the rules a little bit clearer for you, and I found it to be quite helpful before we actually played through our first round to actually read through that small fact. The rules aren't really that difficult, but there, there are a few parts that are kind of a little nebulous and kind of were just a little vague in in how things were done. So I did have to read through the rules a couple of times. And then once I read through the rules by the second time, things kind of started to click and it started to make a lot more sense. And then reading through the fact definitely helped out in explaining a few of those areas where there was just a little bit of vagueness. We actually went through our first run of Time Stories. We have not finished the first story, so I'm not going to talk any at all about the story. But I will say so far, I really like the mechanics in the game. I think the story is actually really good. We're playing through, like I said, we're playing through the first story. My wife, when we were done with that first run, looked at me and said that she was actually enjoying the game a lot more than she thought she would. So that put a big smile on my face, and I then knew to actually add the Marcy Chronicle, which is the second story that you can actually purchase for the game to my Christmas list, as I'm sure that she will like that game a lot more since it is zombie based and she is a huge zombie fan just like I am. We're going to try to finish up that game hopefully this week, and then maybe in the next week or two, with Christmas being around the corner, I will be getting the Marcy Chronicle over Christmas, and I'll be able to talk about that one as well. But so far, I will say what I have played of Time Stories, like I've said, we both really liked it. I was really impressed with the mechanics and everything, and with the whole story. The art on the cards is really good. The story seems to be really nice and easy to follow, and once you do get into the game, the mechanics and everything, it does make a lot of sense. If you haven't checked out Time Stories yet, definitely give it a shot. I know some people are kind of giving it a thumbs down mainly because there really isn't a lot of replayability to it but so far I think If you let the game sit for a while, you can probably go back and play it maybe like a year later, but if they're releasing games or expansions for it on a quarterly basis, I think that'll probably keep me more than happy enough to bring the table to the game once every couple of months and play through those new stories. So I like it. I'm giving it a thumbs up so far. So unless if something changes significantly when we finish this story, I have a feeling that Time Stories will remain in my collection. And it's a game that we're really having a good time with so far. All right, we're going to jump over to a few video games now. So there was a little update to a game that I haven't talked about for a while, and that's Seven Days to Die, another zombie-related game. This is a zombie survival game. The Fun Pimps have released... Alpha 13.2 and I started playing that a couple of nights ago. I, re- I started playing it on release 13 and then started turning a couple of things off because I noticed my frame rate was probably around 15 to 20 and it just seemed like it was just lagging a little bit. So I've turned off a c- Shadows and a couple of other things and it seems like I've gotten my frame rate between 30 and 40 now, which is making the game look a lot better, but I've had to turn off some of the eye candy, so it looks like in reading through their forums that one of the things they're going to try to do is try to throw some optimization into the game. They have changed so many things in this, update, in this Alpha 13. I'm not even gonna be able to go into the full list. I have included a link to their website if you would like to read some of the patch notes and updates that they've done. I'll give a quick highlight over some of the things they've changed completely crafting completely around the ui has changed a little bit because they've taken away the water and food icons and basically have just given you kind of like almost like a health and stamina icon um, bars to kind of pay attention to you also have a core body temperature now so in different in some of the different biomes your body temperature based on what you're wearing i know i was standing next to my fire when I was cooking some food the other day and my body temperature jumped up over 90 and the guy started breathing. So I backed away from the fire and quickly took off my jacket and a couple other things. So they've added in some things to, I hate to say, make the game seem a little more realistic. You know, like when you come inside, you're pretty much not going to be wearing your heavy jacket and all of your other armor and all this other stuff. So you have to remove a few of those things to kind of keep yourself in check, which is kind of funny. I will say the game does seem a little bit more on the difficult side. The first couple of times I tried to start playing I died a couple of times, this last time I actually got a decent start, and while I have died maybe two times I think so far, I'm actually back in the house I was originally with my last save because you do have to start a whole new game. So I had lost all of the work I had done before, but that's okay. That happens sometimes in these games. It used to happen in Minecraft with every update they did, so I guess I'm kind of used to it. And I know I complained about it back then, but I'm not going to complain it too much yet about that in Seven Days to Die, because I, I, I'm still liking this game quite a bit. A few of the other things they've added in, like I said, they changed around crafting, and there's just so much that they've changed around in the game. It's, it was, it was quite a bit to read and going in and learning it. It wasn't that bad, but I'm, I'm still, I would say on the newish side and still trying to pick up on some of the different things. I've been watching a few different Twitch streams, trying to learn a couple of different strategies. And I have picked up on a few things I'm actually going to try in my games. Seven days to die. I know it was on sale it and it was, it was on a pretty good sale during the last steam sale. So if you haven't picked this game up yet, definitely pay attention to it. Maybe throw the developers some of your some cash because it is a good game or maybe even wait for the next Steam sale to come out, which will probably be after Christmas, I'm guessing is when they're going to do the Christmas sale or their winter sale, I think is gonna be their next one. And then of course, I actually spent some time with Fallout 4. I think I'm well over 90 hours into the game now. I didn't get a chance to play Fallout 4 as much as I wanted to this past week. I think Saturday I did a pretty much marathon day with the game, and I hit level 40 and actually got quite a bit done. I'm actually in the Institute now, is all I will say, and I won't spoil any more about the game. I actually found some Exo one armor, so I do have some of the better armor in the game. I've decked that armor out and have upgraded it quite a bit with my armor skills, working on upgrading some more weapons as well. I think I'm at like level three on armor, level three on weapons. I think I'm still at one in science, maybe two in science, I can't remember where I was at with that. And I think science might be the next thing I throw some points into, or possibly even armor so I could just take armor up all the way. But I'm having still having some fun with Fallout 4. Um, I believe from what a couple of people at work have told me, I am close to the end of the game. I'm going to try to spend some time with the game this weekend. I'm on vacation next week, and I'd kind of like to get Fallout 4 kind of wrapped up and then not continue to go back to it on a daily basis like I was. I'd kind of just like to finish the story and then just go back to playing it a little more leisurely and doing some things here and there, as there are a couple of games that I want to play now. One of the games I picked up, that was a little segue that we did there. One of the games I picked up a couple days ago was a game that my wife and I saw at PAX East um, a year or two ago now, and that's Lichdom Mage. This game's been out on Steam for a little while. I actually picked up a bundle for it the other day that had a bunch of games in it. I played about 20 minutes of the game so far. And from what I've seen, I think this is going to be the next game I maybe give a little bit of time to. It looks like it's a pretty cool game. It is kind of like a first-person shooter. And while I'm not big into those games, throwing magic and all of the different types of spells out of your hands and everything just looks kind of interesting. The graphics look really nice as well. So I've only, like I said, I've only played about 20 minutes. I kind of just wanted to go through the tutorial, kind of get a feel for the game, see what what it was like. And then I had jumped back into into Seven Days to Die. So I think I'm going to try to get back into either Seven Days to Die tonight or some Fallout 4 and continue with those and see what goes on with that. And then, of course, there was one game that I threw on my Christmas list, which is Blood Rage. I'm kind of hoping to get this game for Christmas mainly because my wife and I, she's a big strategy fan, board game fan. I have a feeling we haven't been playing a lot of strategy games lately. I've been introducing her to a lot of different styles of games to try to expand her horizons gaming-wise. I've introduced her to worker placement games, deck builders, a couple other types of games that you know we have going on over here. But I think going back to something that she likes, which would be a good strategy game, especially with miniatures, I think Blood Rage is probably one that both of us would enjoy and one that we could have a lot of fun with. I've watched several videos on this one lately. I've read a little bit about the game. So I threw it on my Christmas list thinking that this could be one that both of us could enjoy. So I'm hoping that I get it. If not, I'm hoping maybe I get a little bit of money for Christmas from some people so I can maybe go out and get that one myself. And then, of course, I got an email from... Mini or not, I think it was. That's about Zombicide Black Plague. So supposedly Zombicide Black Plague is actually shipping. I don't believe anybody in the US has actually gotten their shipping information yet, but it seems like a lot of people over in Europe and a lot of the different areas over there have actually received the game. So it seems like there's a daily post on some of the different groups for Zombicide where people are asking if anybody has any information for shipments in the U.S. but I still have yet to see anything. And it even seems that the people who are getting the game have gotten the game and then they get their shipping information maybe four to six hours later. So I'm not too sure what's wrong with the timing that they have in sending out emails, as you would think that you can get an email out before a package is actually received, which I find rather amusing. But hey, I guess if the game shows up before Christmas, we'll be playing it for Christmas. If not, we'll be playing it after christmas so still waiting for that one and that one looks to be like it should be pretty good it will be my first zombicide game that i've played and black plague just looked like it was really cool so i kind of can't wait to see that it looks like they're just shipping out the base game the expansion will actually come at a later time and since i did do the night pledge on that i will be awaiting the expansion then hopefully after several games of black plague so that's it those are the games I played for the week, and those are the games I want to play. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of What I'm Playing Now. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. You can do a search on Facebook for what I'm playing now. On Google Plus, it's plus.google.com slash the plus sign. What I'm Playing Now podcast, and then of course our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Hey everybody, I hope everybody has a good holiday. I will be putting out a podcast next week right before Christmas, so I will have one more before Christmas and then probably another one before the end of the year. So we have a couple of more coming out uh, as we work our way towards episode 100, which I'm trying to think of something good to do for, so... I'll try to come up with something for episode 100. We'll have to wait and see what we do for that and what I can come up with. But hey, thanks for joining me for another week and let me know, go play some games and then let me know what you're playing now. Have a great week, everybody. And I'll see you later. Bye-bye.